Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Just Kicking It with your favorite host, Zaid Hector. I'm back with your favorites, Nadia and Storm. What a week we had with the Barclays Premier League. What a fun time. Champions, obviously that's still ringing in Nadia's head. But not, but I'm pretty sure that the champions has a lot of hangover going um, for themselves. Storm probably isn't very chuffed this this week, uh, but a lot for him to smile about and a lot for him, a lot of him, um, his predictions to get into, but also a lot of interesting debates. A lot of teams pitched up, a lot of teams didn't pitch up as we thought. Um, a lot of teams looked to bounce back, a lot of teams didn't bounce back at all. Um, before we get stuck into the first fixture, Nadia, how are you feeling after this round of fixtures? Whew. I actually think this week of football showed us how unpredictable the Premier League can be. So it was a classic Premier League week of fixtures, um, things we couldn't expect, things we didn't expect. And I'm feeling a bit defeated after that uh, Liverpool loss to City. But um, bring on the next week, bring on the next games. I'm pretty excited. Storm, a lot of fixtures obviously being played, a lot of um, games throughout the whole week, um, obviously anticipating a lot. Um, we as fans, we go into the game, we're thinking, ah, you know, this team should win it. But not in that case. I'm pretty sure you're feeling a bit down with this week's results, uh, especially with your team. Yeah, I was down until you called me a favorite. You, re- you turned me into a Google Chrome add-on. Well done. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chelsea lost. Although Spurs lost as well. And Manchester United don't really worry about them yet. Uh, next week, I'll start worrying about them. And all in all, it wasn't as bad as I thought it could be. Nadia, Storm touched on next week. But before we get into next week, um, we jump into these games. Um, like I said, a lot of teams pitched up. But a lot of teams that we expected to win just didn't come to the field, come to the come to their party. Um, I don't know why, but it just seems like this Wolves team just can't stop losing. 100%. Oh, my gosh. So, watching that Aston Villa Wolves game, I actually... I felt quite positive for Aston Villa. They looked like they had it. I'm sure going into their dressing room, nil-nil at halftime, they thought, oh, yes, we are in this. But Wolves, as always, coming with their second-half goals. I know I sing a lot of praises about Traore, but he comes on the pitch and he makes a difference. And as much as he wasn't involved in the goal, he didn't get that assist, he started the goal. And then Donka put them ahead and won the game for them. So... Wolves are definitely, they're putting up that fight for their Champions League spot and they look like they are going to get it this season. Wolves obviously on 52 points. Um, then Donka obviously coming in well, with a 1-0 win over Aston Villa. Aston Villa obviously doesn't seem to be the team that we maybe want them to be or thought they should be. Um, definitely very interesting um, 
to look at that team going into the rest of the games. Storm, your favorite fixture. Obviously, it's your second favorite team, Southampton. Your your best player in the Premier League right now, Danny Ings, chipping in with two goals. A 3-1 win for Southampton over Watford. Was that expected? <laughs> you can let the fans know about your love for Danny Ings. I mean, he's, he's, he's doing it week in and week out, just trying to prove you wrong, Storm. Yes. He's come a long way. <laughs> Two goals and James Ward-Prowse with the other goal. And 3-1 is quite a healthy result for them. Unfortunately, the next fixture is against City. So, good luck. <laughs> Crystal Palace, Burnley, um, another team that is looking to find form again, uh, Crystal Palace, um, in Crystal Palace. Uh, but Crystal Palace being at home, um, we touched on home games and away games, um, not really being um, as it was with the fans being in the crowd. Was that the case in this game? Uh, ben Mee obviously chipping in with a goal um, to win the game 1-0 for Burnley. Yes, I mean, it's quite strange how we pick these home games and we think the home team is going to win. But obviously that atmosphere is missing and the teams need that atmosphere. One thing after this game, when I saw Burnley was eighth, I was so shocked to see them so high on the table. Because, I mean, Sean Dyche and his men, they're really putting up a fight this season. And for them to be 10th, they're on the same points as Spurs. It's really interesting. And I really am looking forward to their next game, most definitely. Obviously, Sean Dyche's a a wonderful coach. Um, Being in the Premier League, also very structured, um, you know, um, with his team, especially with the with the back line, the, the way, the style that he plays, Storm, but a team looking for identity. Have they found their identity right now in Manchester United with that 3-0 win? Fernandez, two goals. But was that expected? I mean, it's Brighton. I mean, it's Brighton. <laughs> Good thing we don't have any Brighton fans watching this. If we did, we don't have any more. Uh, three, no. Uh, good to see the defense uh, coming up. I know a few weeks ago I said Juan Basaka wasn't good at attacking. And in two weeks, he brought two assists. Obviously, you saw the video. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I think. It's not the Manchester United of old yet, although they are getting there. And with Oregon Solskjaer at the club, knowing the identity of what the team is or used to be in its heyday, he is the man, as our guests last week said, he is the man to take him forward. I, I want to stay on Manchester United because we love them so much on this on this channel. Um, I want to stay on them. And I want to bring Nadia in. Once again, Anthony Martial starts up front. Uh, Storm, you could you, you could touch on this as well. Anthony Martial starts up front, but Rashford plays wide. Still nothing from his side. Or is that is that still the Martial Rashford debate who should be leading the line? Um, looking at 
the United now, or would you as Ole Gunnar be happy with the performance that the team is putting in just for the three points, or are you actually looking at individual players, at actually who's chipping in with those performance, what they are actually doing, um, also looking for next season, who should be leading the line. I know it's a debate that, we, that we've had a couple of times on the channel so far, but it's just showing that Rashford is not really there because of that, mm. or is it because of something else? That's why a lot of people will say that Rashford needs to move more into the midfield because he's not that hungry of a player to play in front. And I mean, we can't take away from Marshall's hat-trick that he scored um, in their previous game. So um, a lot of people pegged Martial to score once again. He didn't do it this this fixture. Um, but Rashford, he's definitely due a goal. If not, he needs to be on the bench. He needs to prove that he deserves to start in the starting lineup. And he needs to show that he is worth um, standing in front and pushing uh, United forward and earning them the three points. So I think he's just lacking a bit of hunger there. It may be because of all the charity work he's been doing and now he's just a bit tired. But um, he, he needs to be a lot more hungry if he's going to be playing up front. And big ups to Marcus Rashford for all the charity work that, he's, that he has been doing and the influence that he has um, on um, everything that he is, been, is doing um, over there. Storm, you know the importance of a number nine striker. Is that the case at Manchester United? Because it just seems like they keep focusing on the right wing. Ha, ha, ha. Importance of a number nine striker. And Fernando Torres wore the number nine at Chelsea and Morata. <laughs> and Higuain. And you asked me about the number nine. Well, we have Tammy Abraham, so I do know the importance. Uh, Rashford, left wing, I think he's suited for it. He'll grow into it, and it's a good thing that the attack of Manchester United are spreading the burden, shall we put it, for scoring goals. Bruno is there, Pogba is still creating. Um, and on the right, if they don't get Jaden Sancho, I think they do have a good prospect in Mason Greenwood and a backup being Daniel James. So for the future, the whole front, the entire front line is young, so they sorted for the next few years. Obviously, Storm having that uh, that youthful mentality, seeing um, the, um, Lampard as that um, mentality at Chelsea now showing him in his team. But another team that just bounced back from a couple of losses, Aubameyang's on the score sheet, Arsenal, 4-0. Was that shocking to you, Nadia? And also, Aubameyang, a man with one year left on his contract, pitching in with the goals, looking to be the main man again. Does Arsenal let him go or do all that they can to keep him? Very, very interesting. Aubameyang is definitely putting up the fight for that golden boot, who is now level on amount of goals with Jamie Vardy for the season. Um, Arsenal, they've just secured a contract with Bayoko Saka, another youngster, another promising prospect um, for their team. I was 
100% surprised with this scoreline. I thought Arsenal were going to win, but not by this scoreline because obviously Norwich, they're at the bottom of the table and it seems like they've just given up this fight. They're just playing um, their last few games out of the season. But 4-0 to Arsenal, wow. And for Xhaka to be on the score sheet after his... Um, bit of issues with the fans, uh, with his captaincy and everything like that. It must have been so great for Arteta and his men to bag this win. And 100%, Arsenal needs to do whatever they can to keep Aubameyang in their team because he is working overtime to ensure that Arsenal gets their, their three points. So 100%, they need to do as much as they can to keep Aubameyang, but also they also need to look at um, strengthening the side in terms of um, getting more players in. I'm not sure how much money they have in their bank, but um, I do think that they still need to um, sign some more players. But 100%, they need to keep Aubameyang at bay. I'm pretty sure Granit was happy um, that the fans weren't in the stadium. That is why he played so beautifully and he scored that goal. Storm. Another team that you, I don't know if you, I know you have this love and hate um, relationship with their players with regarding to your fantasy team, but Newcastle, 4-1 win, St. Maximum, three assists for him. Were they in your fantasy team or were they not? Unfortunately, they were. Jamal <laughs> oh, wow. was actually. And they were good for a clean sheet until the last second of the match. And the darling of Everton, Dan Gosling, scoring the goal that makes everybody in FPL hate him right now. Uh, well, Newcastle, since Project Restart, I think they've turned the club into Barcelona, on the field at least. Is 3-0, 3-0, and they against West Ham, so obviously they're going to do better than Chelsea did. So <laughs> I got St. Maximin in for my team on free hit this weekend, so I'll enjoy the points. <laughs> Newcastle, obviously one of those teams that I'm, I'm, I'm actually keeping my eye on, obviously keeping that um, transfer uh, from um, Mauricio Pochettino, um, um, closely as well because I hear that there is terms that has been agreed but that are all still um, nothing confirmed yet um, but all still talk for next season uh, Newcastle fans um, should obviously are rooting for that one but going into this one Everton Leicester City Leicester City a team dying for form I just don't understand where where they were and where they are now. Um, Brendan Rodgers, I'm pretty sure he's kicking himself, Nadia. A 2-1 loss to Everton. I'm happy for um, Ancelotti. Um, Richarlison's back on the score, score sheet. But is the pressure getting to Leicester City? Ooh, it's really interesting, hey? So, so interesting. Everton at one point looked like they were going to win that game 4-0. They, they just looked ruthless. And unfortunately, I have the wrong Everton forward in my fantasy league side who didn't have any involvement in this game whatsoever. 
Um, but it's really interesting if you look at the table now. Leicester, they are only one point ahead of Chelsea um, in third place. So Leicester, they really need to get back to winning ways. And I'm pretty sure Vardy is going to be looking for his century goal. But this was just very interesting on my side. I'm very happy for Ancelotti on his side. They really deserve the win. They played really hard. And also really great to see Richarlison back on the score sheet. He's a really great player. And he's really been showing out this season. Storm, Nadia, touching on um, Leicester City. Obviously, one point ahead of um, Chelsea. Um, Obviously, in the places for the Champions League, it seems like it's very much open until the end of the season. But Chelsea losing 3-0 to West Ham really doesn't do them any favours. Your analysis of that game as a Chelsea fan, but also going into the next game, how do they change it up to, to righting their wrongs in the game that they had? But also, there should be a little bit of motivation that Leicester City is only one point ahead of them. That might as well have been a 3-0 defeat, even though it was a 3-2 defeat. Uh, Captain America coming through with Brazilian old-age home Neymar. <laughs> the defense of Chelsea, I do not know how they're going to improve it because they can't keep a clean sheet. It doesn't matter what they do. They just have to improve that back line. Uh, I think the personnel are fine. It's just the way they defend the marking, probably. One could say when Villa go down, sorry Villa fans, John Terry could join Frank Lampard, but considering the way Villa are defending now, I don't think that's a good idea. Although... Uh, it's as close to a level playing field as it is. Sheffield United cancelled Spurs out. And Manchester United won, which only closed the gap without overtaking Chelsea. So this week in the Premier League will be interesting. It's definitely not been a week for all the top teams or let's say the top six or well, the top six that... We've we've used well we've come to know over these years Spurs losing three one to Sheffield United. I mean Sheffield obviously playing for places, but just a disallowed goal. Um, was that supposed to be a goal that was given? Uh, VAR obviously stepping in that, changing the game, um, changing the players' mentality, but also changing the game on field. Uh, Mourinho coming in with a comment saying that he's not going to comment. Um, if he does, he's, he, he will probably be suspended. I I felt his anger at that point. But it just seems that it's not good enough from a manager like Jose Mourinho, Nadia. Is his time as the special one done? Or is... Or should we give him another two seasons and see what he can come up with with the Spurs team? I think that Spurs can turn this around. And especially with Mourinho. You know Mourinho can pull rabbits out of the hat. So I think he needs he needs a bit more time. And um, a, a referee, Dermot Gallagher, he, uh, he 
reviewed the VAR decision and he confirmed that it was disallowed. Um, it's just very interesting for me because Sheffield United are without Lundstrom and Fleck for the next two weeks. So I foresaw that they would be losing this game and for them to come and win this game 3-1, it was... I, I sat in front of the television and I thought, what is happening? What is going on? This week is just crazy. And um, I went and captained Son for this week in my fantasy league. Son came out with an assist to a goal. I thought Son was going to pull a hat-trick for this game. But um, I think Mourinho, he just he needs a bit more time. They shouldn't be chopping and changing managers right now. They've got some really great players in their squad. And I think Mourinho is the one who can get the best out of their players. Before we get um, Nadia's view on the next game, I'm going to give it to Storm. Storm, the champions were in last year's champions home ground. But they just didn't look like champions on the day. A thrashing. It could have been five. It could have been six. It could have been seven. It seemed like the party was still continuing. It seemed like a hangover four. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Please. Please help me. Uh, that's why you shouldn't go to work hangover, kids. <laughs> Uh, there's not really much more to say. Phil Foden seems like he's going to be a starter next season. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne, it doesn't seem like it'll matter if City do get banned from the Champions League. I don't think he has eyes for Real Madrid or Barcelona or any other club. And Ryan Sterling, uh, remember who he is. And Gabriel Jesus forgot he's a number nine from Brazil. So, yeah. Nadia, obviously a disappointing result for you. Um, not one that I'm pretty sure that you are worried about uh, because you are champions. And I'm, I'm sure that you're still happy and buzzing about that. But it just wasn't the performance of a Liverpool team. Sadio Mane couldn't get his feet. Robertson looked like we I'm don't over. know that, Robertson. <laughs> he looked hungover. Um, <laughs> Trent's long balls were all over the show. Um, it just didn't seem like they pitched up for the day. And you could hear in Jürgen Klopp's um, after-the-match talk, he was frustrated and he, and he seemed upset. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he went into that dressing room and he gave them a mouthful because it was just, it wasn't Liverpool playing last night. It was, there were so many individual errors and it just wasn't working at all. Whatever they were trying, our defense was falling apart. It seemed like the Gomez-Sterling beef came to blows and Sterling showed Gomez who was better on the pitch. And it actually looked like Man City came back with a vengeance. You guys took our cup, so we are going to thrash you. It was it was a really poor performance from Liverpool. And a lot of people are saying, is this how champions perform? Is this how champions perform? 100% no. But we can't take away from the fact that this is only Liverpool's second loss of the game. 
<laughs> this is only their second loss of the season. And um, who else to lose to than a City squad who seems like they can still play until December without a break? That's that's what City looks like at the moment. They look like they don't need any breaks and they're just going to go for the treble, uh, which is the Champions League, the FA Cup and the Calling Cup. That's what it looks like at the moment. I want to stay. I want to stay um, with you, Nadia. But um, it looks like Liverpool, the way that they played last night, it really showed um, the vulnerability of the team. Do you think that reinforcements is needed for next season? Um, especially, I heard that um, someone was saying in studio that Aubameyang's up for sale. Um, Jurgen Klopp should go for him. Um, to challenge in the front three, um, he's a he's, he's a thirty goal. Um, striker for the season um Jürgen Klopp knows him do you think that that would be a good buy looking at the team yes we could say that they already champions and that they that there was a bit of um complacency in the team um but just looking at the team the individual areas do you feel like there should have been competition in the team also for next season just to freshen up the team Yes, 100%. I do think so. If you look at a team like City, they have a full starting 11 um, if they if they need it on their bench. They have these players that can come on and change the game. Liverpool, they lack that depth. They lack these players who can come on and change the game. They do have some key players, but they still need to work as a unit. They don't have that key player who can come on and lead the team um, other than the captain. So a player like Aubameyang would be welcomed with um, open arms. In terms of Thiago as well from Bayern Munich, that seems to be a done deal. And he's coming for free, which is another bargain. So um, definitely we need some more options. We need our players to know that you need to fight for your place in the starting lineup. And it's just, it's not a done deal that you're just going to start every time. If you play badly, you're going to be on the bench. And that's, I think that's something that Klopp needs to enforce next season. I, I, I totally agree with you. I'm pretty sure that a lot of a lot of our managers are looking at their teams, um, looking for reinforcements. Obviously, um, there's been a lot of um, thinking behind the finances also because of what um, the, the pandemic that we are currently in and that we have that impacted on the football negatively. Um, the finances obviously throwing around. But going into next week's fixtures... Norwich, Brighton, Storm, it seems like that's a game that any of them could win. Norwich obviously looking for form, but a team that's going down. Do we feel like Brighton has one goal over them, enough for them to grab the three points? I don't think it's cut and dry that Norwich will go down. Uh, I think at the very least they'll put up a bit of a fight. Because they have it in them to cause another upset. Because the lads in blue in Manchester know about Norwich and upsets. So I think that Norwich will find a win. And then come a little bit short at the end of the season though. Unfortunately. So, unfortunately, Liverpool championship, which I'm not. 
staying on Saturday's fixtures, um, Saturday the 4th of July, um, Leicester City, Crystal Palace, Leicester City's home. Um, but like we said, doesn't really matter if you're home or away. Crystal Palace, a team mm-hmm. that's looking for form. Leicester definitely need the three points here. Nadia, mm-hmm. how do you see this game going and your prediction for this game? So the last meeting, Leicester won the game 2-0. Um, it's two former Liverpool coaches heading to head-to-head. I do think Leicester's going to win this game. They need to start winning games. I think Vardy might actually just get his 100th goal with this game. And I'm just going for a 1-0 win. I think it's going to be quite cagey, but they're going to go with a 1-0 win to Leicester. Just to backtrack there, um, Storm, I, I, I never got your um, result for that game for, for, for Norwich. Um, just to let the... the, the the viewers know about your score prediction um, as as well, Nadia, for the Nordic and Brighton game. So for Norwich and Brighton, I think Brighton's going to come out triumphant. I think Dunk is going to score the winner and it's going to be another 1-0 win to Brighton. 1-0 to Brighton. Storm, your prediction for the Nordic and Brighton game? I, I know that you said you know, Norwich is going to win. Um, but we need your prediction. Two one, two one for Storm. Um, obviously, we could guess who's going to be um, scoring for Brighton. I do hope that it is Dunk because I will be putting him in my fantasy team as well. Um, Storm, your prediction for Leicester and Crystal Palace. Um, like we said, both teams looking for form. Um, your prediction. And just to clear it up, I was playing Pictionary for everybody that's just listening. And Zaid <laughs> won. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the next match. I think I'll go with it too, no? Interesting. <laughs> Tunnel for to Leicester. Do you know do you know me well enough? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, um, <laughs> two no to Crystal Palace. They do know how to defend. And with Roy Hodgson, uh, that has been coaching for fifty years, I think you'll have one over the young apprentice in Brendan Rodgers, even though I have a triple up in defense for Leicester in my FPL team. So I'm not a very smart predictor. I'm going against myself. Not a very smart one, but an interesting one. And that's why the viewers love you. Um, Nadia, Manchester, Bournemouth. It's a game that it seems like Manchester is obviously going to walk over. Um, would you recommend that I should be putting in my fantasy league this, this in this game? Should I go for Anthony Martial or should I go for Bruno Fernandes? I mean, apparently I should captain him, Bruno Fernandes. Mm. Mm. I know a lot of people are captaining Bruno Fernandes uh, these days. But if you want to go for the risk, risk captaining Martial, you never know. He might just pull out another hat trick. <laughs> I mean, Eddie Howe and his men, they've been struggling a bit. And the last meeting, King scored the goal, the winning goal, and King is injured. 
So United are definitely winning this game 3-0. I think Fernandez is going to be on the score sheet again, but with a penalty. And Martial, he's going to double up with a brace, most definitely. <laughs> well, looking at the Manchester game, obviously being 52 points, as well as Wolves being 52 points, um, Champions League places up for grabs. Chelsea obviously know that they are right at the back. Should I be captaining Martial or should I be captaining Bruno Fernandes? And should I look? Should I be looking at your right wing in Mason Greenwood? <laughs> um, you can captain Martial, but I guarantee you, the next episode we do, you won't have any left. <laughs> Yes, Manchester United will win. I know I've come up with a bit of a trend of giving shocking predictions. They're not this low. Bournemouth or at the beach. And I know for certain people might know that people in Bournemouth were actually at the beach. Uh, maybe causing another wave of you know what. Uh, metaphorically, I think Bournemouth are done playing. So Manchester United 3 no, but do not, Captain Martial. I'm 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 going to be taking that in and I'm going to take the advice that I've been seeing um, <laughs> that's been going around about Bruno Fernandes being being captained. Um another team, but a very interesting matchup, Storm, staying with you. Wolves-Arsenal. I just mentioned Wolves, same points as Manchester United. Champions League places up for grabs, but Arsenal coming coming from a 4-0 win. It's going to be an interesting game. I should be taking out Jimenez in this game, or should I be starting him? And what's your result for this game? No, definitely start Jimenez. The problem is he might not start himself because he's expecting a baby any day now. So we'll see what happens there. And Arteta impresses me because he's come up with a new formation. He's playing with two left backs, being Kieran Tierney and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Even with that, Traore is going to kick both of them into row Z. So a Wolves to... Zero. Interesting prediction, but maybe not that interesting. It probably is straightforward, Nadia. A Wolves 2-0 win, looking at the way that Arsenal has been performing. But coming from a 4-0 win, it is kind of interesting, but not that interesting as we maybe would have known two seasons ago. Your prediction for this game. Ooh, I actually think this is going to be one of the games of the week. I'm going with a draw. I'm going based on the previous game. Aubameyang Jimenez both scored. It was a 1-1 draw. But I'm going with a 2-2 draw. Wolves are going to come back in the second half. Wolves coming back in the second half? That seems to be very interesting. So it's going to leave Manchester United happy um, at the end of the day. Well, probably at the end of Saturday. Um they will probably be very, very chuffed with themselves. But another team that Manchester United will be hoping that he is going to lose is Chelsea. 
Storm, you touched on what Chelsea maybe needs to do going into next season. But what can they do now going into this Watford game? Also being at home, but it seems like Chelsea should win this game. For this Watford game, what they need to do is go back to Nike and tell them design another kit. That <laughs> kit for next season is terrible. <laughs> I'd consider buying it just to burn it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, no offense, I have nothing against the number three. Just snake. <laughs> uh, against Watford, I think business will be restored again. So, I don't think Pulisic... I don't think Pulisic... That's the way he wants it to be pronounced, Pulisic and not Pulisic, because he has something against the Europeans. I don't know. Or maybe not. But anyway, <laughs> uh, back to the game. Back to business as usual. I'd go with 3-1 for Chelsea. And happy Independence Day to everybody in the USA. Chelsea looking to be back on back on the score sheet, but also back on form. Um, as we said, Manchester United looking to bounce into that Champions League place. Nadia, your prediction for the game. And what does Chelsea really need to do? As Storm said, it will be business as usual. Yeah, so the defence needs to amp itself up and I'm pretty sure Lampard is going to make sure that they don't let in any more goals than they did at West Ham. I hope that three on their shirt isn't a a bad omen to them in terms of the amount of goals that get scored against them. (laughs) But um, I need Chelsea to win this game because I actually bought William. Uh, Surprisingly, I put him in my fantasy league team. So I need Chelsea to win this game, even if they get three penalties and William takes all three, but they are going to win this game 3 0. Thank you and good night. <laughs> that was really, I, I'm, I'm, I, I look forward to getting that um, meme from you from a William, um, William Atrick or, or something from William in that game. Um, but as they agreed, you both see of them. Continuity um, on the show. There's continuity <laughs> on the show. Nadia had Son as captain on FPL last week. I have Son as captain on FPL this week. And this week, oh. Nadia and I have William. Yes, wow. that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's going wow. to happen. He's going to score. <laughs> well, correct, me for, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know what Storm called him, what uh, the old age Neymar, or I, I don't know what. Yeah, you, yeah. Close enough. Yeah. But you're putting, putting your faith in him for this yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. Sunday, the 5th of, 5th of July, um, the first game, both teams coming off good wins, big wins. Burnley, Sheffield. Storm, how do you see this, one's going, this one going? Do you feel like Sheffield United is fighting for... Maybe not the Champions League spot, but a Europa League position. And do you see that they, do you feel like they are going for the three points in this game? Do you see them coming out with the three points in this game? Uh, no disrespect to the Burnley Academy, but they have 
a lad named Brownhill starting that comes from the academy, and not every academy lad will be Dwight McNeil. So I'll give this game to Sheffield United. Uh, one no. I don't see it being an entertaining game because entertaining and Burnley are two opposites. So, yeah. <laughs> Nadia, obviously Sheffield missing a couple of players. Um, but as we said, um, Sean Dykes very structured at the back. But Sheffield United obviously has something to play for. How do you see this game turning out? Yeah, so Chris Wilder and his men, they look looking to get back into winning ways. And I mean, they've become so accustomed to winning during the season. So I see them winning this game. I think Muset is going to get a, bra- a brace. So I see them winning this game to no, 100%. Next game we got up is Newcastle West Ham. Storm West Ham obviously winning Chelsea. Um, David Moyes must be very, very chuffed. Um, I... I heard that he done Man United a favor that he's finally done something right for United. Um, but Newcastle, a team that's really bounced back in form, um, should be they should be obviously um, very positive with the news around Mauricio um, Mauricio Pochettino. Do you feel like Newcastle has won over West Ham in this game, or do you see a stale draw? I got to feel for Steve Bruce because since restart, his team has scored. Okay, quick math. That's six, four, ten goals. And still, they don't want him at the club. They want Mauricio Pochettino anyway. Uh, David Moyes, and I guarantee you this is not because I'm hurting. Of the result the other night, um, David Moyes is going to get the whooping from Newcastle, thanks to Saint Alan Maximin. Hat trick. Wow! Of wow! 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 Yeah. I feel like Storm's giving me some headaches here for my fantasy, <laughs> but I also don't trust these two as much as I do. Everybody, I don't trust them. I feel like they are sitting me up for failure here. I don't know what they what they spoke about behind the behind here, but it seems like they are giving me hints that I I should take it because Storm just gave gave Saint Maximum three goals, and I'm looking to bounce back in my fantasy league. Um, Nadia, do you feel that I should be taking hints from Storm? If you agree, I know something's happening. Come on, St. Maximin from Barca Castle. I'm screaming inside because I bought St. Maximin today and I captained him. (laughs) Wow. I don't know what he's doing, but I bought him and I'm hoping he's going to. I'm, I'm even, even two goals and an assist. I mean, he got three assists in this past game week. So even two goals and assists, I'm fine. But I captained him, and I think Newcastle are going to win this game. I think it's going to be a 4-0 thrashing at, for West Ham, to be honest. Guys, I know this is episode seven, but it seems like Storm and Nadia, somehow, telepathically, they are in sync <laughs> this week. I don't know why, which is why I'm a bit 
I'm a bit weary of them. Should I be taking hints from them? But good Come analysis on, how of can the you game. Not take hints from me. <laughs> so Michael is gonna score. Go and keep a clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> That's reliable information. Super reliable. <laughs> One that I will not take on. Liverpool as the pillar. Liverpool, the champions. It should be back to business for them. It should be a normal day um, at work. But looking from there, looking at the performance against City, is Jürgen Klopp going to switch it up? Is he going to play these youngsters? Is he going to give the guys a break? How do you feel that this one is going to go storm? If the hangover lasts for two weeks, then I'm going to go to Liverpool. I don't care about this pandemic. I don't care about zombies. Taking a plane to Liverpool, I don't know what they drank. I don't think the youngsters are going to start, though. I don't think they're going to get 60 minutes. At best, Trent, Robertson, they're going to start playing for about 60, 70 minutes. And then Williams can come on and is LaRucci back yet? Because I know in preseason he broke his leg. I saw him in training. He was in training. So yeah. Oh okay. Okay, cool. Uh yeah. In attack though, I think that it's possible that Salah or Mane will be benched. Most likely Salah, because I put Mane in my FPL team. So, yeah, Salah will be benched. And I think Minimino deserves a starting place ahead of... I know people are going to hate me, but ahead of Firmino. So, Liverpool or no? Wow. Big score. Nadia, big score from Storm. One that the fans obviously expect. But Storm also mm. mentioned some interesting things there for Liverpool. A couple of changes, but as we saw last night, Gomez being taken off. The, was that a tactic or was that um, due to injury? Do you see a couple of changes happening? Um, as Storm said, he doesn't see anything no youngsters really coming in. For I'll, the team. I'll tell you what happened last night. I'll tell you what happened last night. He took Gomez off and he, so he forgot the best defender in the world is not on his bench. So he had to send Oxley chamberlain on. So Oxley chamberlain was the closest. So he had to come on. <laughs> That's what happened. And he is talking about Dejan Lovren and everybody. He is... 100%. <laughs> what you guys um, yes. keep in mind. Yes. Keep in mind David keep in Luiz mind. didn't go to Liverpool in secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep in mind, we all have a Dejan in our team, just like um, Harry Maguire, Man United fans. Um, no idea. No idea. My defender is uh, called Marcus Alonso. <laughs> <laughs> With many looking names. At, looking <laughs> at this game, your prediction for this game, but also how do you see Liverpool approaching this game? 
Yeah, so like I said, Klopp must have gone into that dressing room and given them an earful. So they're going to come back and bounce back. I do actually think Minamino's going to get his debut goal. I don't think he's going to start, though. Um, I think Salah's going to start, but he's not going to play the full game. But I think Minamino's going to get his debut goal. Uh, a reminder that the last game against Villa, Liverpool scored that 95th minute goal. Mane scored that goal. So I'm just going for a 2-0 win to Liverpool. They're going to want to get back to winning ways, and it's going to be a 2-0 win to them. Storm, you touched on this game previously. Yeah. Southampton, Manchester City. Danny Ings is probably in the form of his life. Yeah. But Manchester City, playing like a team last night, playing like a team that was possessed, that was fighting for a title. Yeah. Do you see this going to Manchester City, or do you see that Southampton might just have an edge over them? Danny Ings will score a goal and Edison will keep a clean sheet. (laughs) Southampton? Southampton is a team, I remember the first season, they beat Manchester City. Ever since then, Southampton is a team that I wanted to succeed, but they've just, just, what's the word? They've gone down. Uh, They've gone down. Only Ronald Koeman and Mauricio Pochettino took them to a place where I thought they should be, which is top off of the table. But since then... As much as I want them to impress me, the problem is when they do impress, Liverpool comes calling. So it's a catch-22. Uh, so I'm going to go with a City 2-1 win. A City 2-1 win, an expected result from most fans, um, from one from my, for myself as well, I feel like City will win this game. Do you feel the same, Nadia, or do you feel differently looking at Danny Ings, obviously, in the form that he is in? Mm-hmm. I do. I feel like City's going to win this game. I do feel like Southampton's going to get a goal. I mean, the last meeting, City scored two second-half goals um, to win the game, 2-1. So, I think City's going to win this game 3-1. I think Pep is going to do a bit of rotating. De Bruyne might not even start this game. So he's going to give a lot of new people some starts in their starting lineup, but City most definitely winning this game 3-1. Monday, the 6th of July, Storm, Spurs versus Everton, um, both both big managers, big um, influences, obviously. Definitely in the in the dressing room, but also at the club. Um, Big personalities all over the football world. Um, Mourinho versus Ancelotti. How do you see this one for, for unfolding? Harry Kane seems like he's back on the score sheet. Um, obviously, co- scoring again um, against Sheffield and and the previous fixture. Do you feel like he's going to win it for Spurs, or do you feel that Everton might just have enough to get them over the line? 
Captain Sunny will disobey Jose Mourinho and attack, assist Kane for one goal and score the other. 2-0 to Spurs. Plain and simple. Totally love it. Wishful thinking, Nadi? Not at all. I don't think so. I think Spurs are going to get that shock where they see that Burnley is on the same points as them on the table. <laughs> and then they're going to realize, whoa, guys, we have to do something. Not to forget the last time Spurs and Everton met, that was when the whole Son red card Gomez injury happened. So um, Son might be attacking full force, but in terms of his tackles, he's going to oh. be very weary of that. But um, I'm going for a 3-0 win to Spurs. I think Kane's going to get a brace. Son's not going to get a goal. He's going to get an assist. Maybe Bergwijn's going get, to get the other goal, but it's going to be a 3-0 win to Spurs. See, Nadia has waited 40 minutes in this episode to betray me. That's how this episode <laughs> ends. A cliffhanger. <laughs> how will I react next week? Unpredictability. <laughs> Keep in mind, guys, I still don't know if they, are, if they are setting me up or if this is just a... Or if I caught them out and they're just setting me up now. So I'm, I'm, I'm still on the back <laughs> of this one. Storm. I love how they didn't confuse this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> I totally am. I, to, I totally am. With regard to my fantasy league, I totally am. And the way that I've approached this, this game weeks is just not touch the team at all and it's been working out perfectly fine Kevin De Bruyne has been my captain ever since I don't know when and he's been amazing (laughs) Sterling's been amazing somehow Jimenez also has been amazing for me (laughs) as well as Patricio in goal so I feel like I I don't know if I want to touch I don't think I want to chop and change uh, too much for, for for this week's coming up. Uh, but you guys totally have um, confused me um, very much, um, I must say. You're um, I hope man that... than I. We get two free transfers every two weeks. If somebody gives me something for free, I'm using it. It doesn't matter if it's bad. I'm using it. I'm, I'm, I'm filling the bath with water and putting a pad on the water and make a boat. But somehow for, somehow for Fantasy League, the information is always free. And that's what confuses me. So, <laughs> any last <laughs> thoughts from you, Storm? Any last thoughts from you, Storm, for the Fantasy League players out there? Um, any advice that you want to give? Um, bench boost, um, if they still have it. Um, triple captains, if they, sh- if they do have it. Do you feel like they should be playing it? No, yes. Any tips? Okay, it'll be interesting to note. I'm going to give just one tip. Captain Yingmin Son. Who are you guys captaining? <laughs> Write that sick. down. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down in the comments, guys. Um, let us know who you're captaining. Um, it should be interesting. Do you, do you agree with Storm um, that Son is going Let's to... Let's make things interesting. Let's make it up interesting. Mm. I'm going with Captain Son. Mm-hmm. Right? Are you sticking with Captain De Bruyne? I am, and it just seems like he's been doing wonders, even coming off the okay, bench. Okay, people, uh-huh. when you're in the comments, <laughs> when that team sheet comes out and you see De Bruyne on the bench, 
fine design. <laughs> Keep in mind, he was on the bench the last time, and he came on and he done wonders. That's also true. That that guy, he does no wrong. It's like, annoying. Yeah, ginger power and all. <laughs> Nadia, so any sick. any 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 final tips from you um, for, for for the players out there for for the fantasy league managers out there? Um, also, I've I, I think I've given my tip. Just just captain Kevin De Bruyne. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's from me. But 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 from your side, I mean, any tips? I think if you look at a wild card, I would say Paul Pogba is a wild card in terms of United and their performance. So he seems like someone that not everyone has, but he is performing. He's giving that assists. And I've seen a lot of people are buying Pulisic. Pulisic. A lot of people have him in their teams. That might also work in your favor by captaining him. In terms of chips, this week is going to be very unpredictable. So I wouldn't peg a lace. triple captain on anyone. Unless you want to go with Storm and triple captain Son. <laughs> no, no, I triple captain Tane. Like two weeks ago. Yeah, I no, but one. that's your captain this week. If they want to decide yeah, yeah. triple captain, the captain, they can go for okay, it. So who's your captain, Nadia? Tane Maximin. My oh, wife is Abraham. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, okay, so let's see. Mm. Next week, we will this we will see who is second and third. We all know I'm gonna be first, so yeah. See what happens next week. Okay, guys. So I'm not quite sure. Whoever's in leagues with these guys, yeah. That's the advice that they're giving you. Um, if you take it, that's up to you. But that's all for why not me. Let, why not make our own? Let's make our own for this week. Starting this weekend. Till the end of the season. We will definitely review that, Storm. But I'm not taking any <laughs> tips from these guys. Okay, I don't VAR. I don't, okay, VAR. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys. If you're on leagues with these guys, please watch out for them. They seem very clued up. If you do like the tips that um, that they've given you and you do like everything that they've said, also um, everything with regarding to the results. If you don't agree with the results, please drop a comment. Um, but also make sure that you drop a like and a subscribe to us. That's all from me, your host, Sadekta. Thank you for watching. Just kicking it. Peace.